everyone. Welcome to Season 3 of Music and Vibes. I'm your host, Kiana W. Mitchell. This is our first week back after a six-week hiatus. And I can't tell you, but I'm so, so, so excited to be here with you today. I want to thank you guys for your continued support of the podcast while we were on our break. I can see you guys were listening, so thank you for listening. Believe it or not, I was busier during the break than I was during the entire season of Season 2 of Music and Vibes. Yeah, like I was so busy. Every day I was working on something for the show, doing something for the show. But it was exciting and invigorating because I love the podcast. I love working on music for the podcast. I love the scripts. I love writing the blogs. I just love music and vibes. So this was fun for me. So that is what I did. During the time away, I was able to work on and update the website and make it functional yeah, that is a huge feat for me because before we had the website, but I'm glad you guys did not go on it because if you went on the website, it, you would just see one big page that said Music and Vibes. And it was a logo, but it didn't tell you what to do. So you wouldn't see any of the um, things at the top telling you what to do when you got there. There was no way you could figure out how to get to the next page. And so I realized that one day. So I had to go there and I fixed it. Yay, I'm so happy I did that. It works now. And I can weekly add blogs to it, which I'm going to be doing today. And also, you can also go there and you can listen to podcast episodes, like from season one all the way up until now. So it's really amazing and it's really cool. We are also working on getting a Music and Vibes store, which I hope to have up before the holidays so you guys can come check out our cool merchandise. There was just so much going on. And I'm just very excited that we were at what, at what we were able to accomplish during our time away. Now, today on the podcast, we were going to be having my daughter as our first podcast guest. But at the last minute, my sweet Kennedy kind of backed out. And she's like, can she do it next week? She didn't feel prepared. I guess she felt a little nervous about coming on and talking to you guys. So we're going to do that next week. But in the meantime, I do have a thing that I want to talk to you about and get your opinion on for today. I, you know, it's summer, so my kids are out of school, and while they are out of school, we um, do different things. Like today, I took them to the grocery store, and I just wanted to buy a couple of things. They had to have hot fries. If you know anything about my kids from the last episodes, hot fries is their go-to snack. So they literally, while I'm at work, they're texting me, and they're like, Mom, can you get us hot fries? Don't forget the hot fries. We really want the hot fries. Yeah, so they're like little hot fried kids. That's all they want to eat. So I went to the store. I got some hot fries. I wanted to get trash bags. And I think that was it. But then while I was there, I saw that they had this huge sale on watermelons at Kroger. And so I can get them for $2.88. And I was like, okay, I really want to get that. So I got that. Then they had peaches on sale for like 77 cents a pound. Got peaches. So as you see, my little pick up one or two thing trip to the store turned into a big spending venture okay that's an exaggeration it all came to like 21 dollars. but once i used my kroger card and they took off the sales and stuff it was 15 so it really wasn't bad at all but see that's my problem that is why i cannot go into grocery stores because i'll go in for one thing and i come out with stuff i don't even need like one time i went in and i think i wanted to get I don't know, dish detergent, and I went into the store, this is Walmart though, and I just bought a whole bunch of stuff, and when I came out, I realized that I forgot dish detergent, so I had to go back to the store to buy something, 
you know, to pick up this detergent. It's like, that is the problem. I keep going in, I keep forgetting what I got, or I see something else, I get distracted. So the only way I can save money and not, like, waste money by spending on a whole bunch of stuff I really don't need and I buy just because it's on sale is for me to go once a week. <laughs> That's it. I almost said making a list. But my kids and I, we are bad when it comes to making lists because we'll see something we want, so we'll just add it to the list. And then I'll say something like, we're only going to buy stuff on the list. And so we will add different things to the list. So we're not good with the whole list thing. That does not work for our family. So the only way I can save money is if I go once a week and when I go back to the store, only pick up water. And it helps because at the gas station at Kroger, they have water outside. So I can pick up a whole case of bottled water without even going into the store when I get gas. And that helps out a lot because it saves me time, first of all. But then it saves me money because I don't see all the other stuff. And I'm not trying to buy anything. So it works out perfectly. So I guess my whole thing is I know you guys go shopping. I know you do things. And you go to the store. So how do you guys, like, st- keep yourself from overspending at the grocery store? Like, if you go, how do you, like, go in and just get one thing? Now, I know everyone can't do this. So I'm not going to ask for everyone to send me an email about this. But I'm pretty sure I have one or two disciplined listeners, you know? And so for the rest of us undisciplined listeners who will go into the store and buy whatever we want to buy... Even if we're just going in for one item, we need you, the person who's disciplined when you go shopping, to tell us what is your secret? How do you do it? Like, why and how and what do you do to keep yourself from buying a whole bunch of stuff? And how do you just stick with the one thing you came in for? So, that one person or one or two people out there who can do that, I want you to go right now. Because you can still listen to the podcast and you can still go to Facebook. So, go to at the music and vibes podcast on facebook and please either message me or leave in the comment section i would say leave it in the comment section be like you know this is what i do so that the rest of us who are not disciplined when it comes to shopping will be able to read that and kind of get some advice and know what we need to do because i'm just going to be honest i try to budget and the only thing that ever messes my budget up is like grocery shopping which is weird because even shoes, as much as I love shoes, it's like if it's not my budget or if I think I'm going to go over, I just won't get it. But it's something about sales and like feeling like you got a good price for groceries. Something about that that gets me all the time. So disciplined shoppers, tell me what you do. Go to the Music and Vibes Facebook page and tell me what you do so that you are a disciplined shopper. And how do you stay disciplined? What is your methods? What do you think? What do you tell yourself? Let me know. I'm dying to know exactly what you do to stay on track when it comes to shopping when you go to the store. So go to the Music and Vibes page on Facebook and tell me what you do to stay disciplined when you go shopping at the store. The topic that I would like to discuss in the podcast today is how to recover from a bad relationship. I am always amazed at how easy it is to get into a relationship. Like, 
it is easy. You could see someone you like, they like you, you go out on a date, you start to date, or maybe not. I mean, it's not that difficult to get into a relationship. I remember when my daughter Kennedy was in kindergarten. She came home from school one day and she told me that she and this little boy, whose name I don't remember, was going to get married one day because they discussed it and they thought it was a good idea for them to get married. Yes, at five. Like, what were they thinking? Anyway, of course, I thought this was hilarious because the likelihood of that happening at that time was very slim, but that proves my point. Relationships are easy to come by, and with online dating and social media, it is easier than ever to get into a relationship. It's amazing how relationships always start off good. You know, they start off with you thinking about that person all the time, your heart melts every time you hear their voice, the longing that you have to spend time with them, and just the overall joy that you have when you are around them. This bliss can last for some time, but you know what I'm talking about. Some relationships end happily with a marriage or a proposal, but many relationships end badly, and you and your heart are deeply scarred by this experience. Yes, I say you and your heart are deeply scarred because you are scarred emotionally and your heart is figuratively and literally broken. No, your heart is not really torn apart, but the heartache that you feel can only be described as a dull pain that pulls your heart in every direction. I am not a doctor or anything, so please do not quote me on this, but I do strongly believe that when we feel broken and when our heart is broken, that we are unable to cope with the heartbreak. I believe that emotional distress manifests itself into a physical distress. Now, whether your symptoms of a breakup are binge eating, crying, depression, anxiety, low self-esteem or self-worth, lack of ability to trust, or rushing into another relationship so that you can fill the void that you have deep down inside, the emotional distress finds a way to manifest itself into a physical distress. Now, being a reality TV junkie that I am, I've watched many TV shows about addictions. Some of the addictions are food addictions, which I see every week on my 600-pound life. And yes, food addiction is a real thing. And I don't think these people just want to eat and eat and eat forever. It's a problem. And I have watched syndicated episodes of Intervention, when you see families put on interventions for loved ones who are strung out on drugs or who are alcoholics. Even on syndicated episodes of Hoarders, you, it shows how emotional distress can manage self can manifest itself into a physical distress. Now, I do want to point out that before I go any further, that no, I'm not getting any type of commission for mentioning these shows. This is not a commercial. I'm just talking about things that I see and how I think it shows that when you are hurt deep down inside, it can manifest itself into a physical symptom. Now, most of the people who have their hearts broken do not necessarily eat until they are 600 pounds, but they may be a serial dater and because they don't give a relationship a chance to develop because they've been hurt in the past and so they want to end it before the person ends it with them. People who have had their hearts broken may not always turn to drugs, but they may bring trust issues into the relationship. People who have had their heart broken may not become a hoarder, but they may stay in relationships that are toxic or bad because they're afraid to be alone. Having a broken heart is something that we all have had or either will experience at some point in our lives. It is easy to get your heart broken, but it takes time for your heart to heal. The only cure that I have found to having a broken heart is to take time to let it heal. And that just means that you're not jumping immediately into a rebound relationship.
It just amazes me how so many times we just don't give our hearts time to recover and heal. I myself have been guilty of this very thing. But think about it. Like if you had a broken arm, would you immediately try to use it the next day or would you let it heal? If your leg was broken, would you try to walk on it or would you let it heal? If your hand was broken, would you try to immediately use your hand to cook or type or whatever it is you do every day with it? Or would you let it heal? In every scenario listed above, you will let your arm heal, you let your leg heal, and your hand heal before trying to use them again. So, why is it that we do not take the time to let our hearts heal? So many men and women end up in some bad relationships, or not the same bad relationships, but you know what I mean, like... They'll leave one relationship with a lot of cheating and infidelity. And they'll move on to another relationship with the same problem. And I think that the reason we continually put ourselves and end up in the same bad situation over and over and over again, only but with different people, is because we do not allow our hearts the time it needs to heal. Healing takes time and it cannot be rushed. And it varies from person to person on how long it takes. But wouldn't you rather do the work and take the time to let your heart heal so that when you are ready to date again, you have learned from all your mistakes and you are in a positive place and a better version of yourself? Or would you rather not give yourself the time you need to heal and continue to make the same mistakes over and over again because you are still broken and have not allowed yourself the time to heal and recover? It is about healing and recovering from a traumatic experience. And let's just be real. Some dating experiences are traumatic and you need time to recover from that experience. The reason it takes more time for some people's heart to mend and recover is because it must recover from years of hurt and pain that has not been dealt with or even addressed. When we don't take care of ourselves emotionally, it spreads to other parts of our lives. I find the human body to be fascinating because failure in a certain area of the body creates a symptom in another part of the body. For example, a symptom of a heart attack in women is that their arm may hurt and surprisingly not their chest. Or a symptom of breast cancer might be a lump under the arm, under your underarm and not on the breast. Now every part of the body works together and when one body part is broken, another body part suffers. It surprises me how so many people that I know are taking medication for anxiety and depression just to make it through the day. It kind of makes you wonder if the anxiety and depression that they are experiencing are symptoms of a broken heart or some past emotional traumatic experience. Here's the thing about having a broken heart. The symptoms will last if you let it last. Just like any other illness, it either gets worse over time if left untreated or the body finds a way to heal itself. Sometimes the way the body would heal itself is not correct and the doctor has to go back and fix it. For example, if a leg is broken and is left to heal on its own, it may heal crooked or may have some other kind of physical problem. Therefore, the doctor will sometimes go back, break the leg again so that it will heal correctly. I know I for one do not want to have my heart broken repeatedly because I did not let it heal. And I know you don't want that either. So what do you do to make sure your heart gets the medication needed to heal? The first thing you can do is give yourself time and space. Don't jump back into another dating situation or relationship again until you are in a good place emotionally. The second thing is to seek the help of a counselor to talk about your pain and deal with the hurt that you are feeling. 
Seeing a counselor does not mean that you are crazy or that you are any less of a Christian. I've heard many, many people who are Christians say that if you believe in God, then you don't need a counselor. That is not true. And let me dispel this myth right now. That is not true. I believe in God. But when I'm sick, I go to a doctor. And I have seen a counselor in my lifetime. And it was helpful. It was good. It was insightful. So I would encourage everyone to do so. But the whole point is, like, if you're sick, like I said earlier, you go to a doctor. So if your heart is broken, you should go to a counselor. God has put professionals in place who can help you. And I do believe that you can love and trust God and have a counselor. With having a counselor does and having a counselor does not make you a weak person. It makes you a person who's in tune with yourself. You know, I think that's the thing about it. You get a counselor because you know that okay, mostly you may need some help right now and you recognize the need to get professional help. Breakups are hard and they can take a toll on you emotionally and physically. That's the bad news. But the good news is that you are beautiful or handsome for my male listeners and there is someone out there for you. But while you're waiting to meet that person, take care of yourself emotionally so that you can be emotionally healthy when you meet them. Because when you meet the person that's out there for you, you want to be emotionally healthy when you meet them. So the song that we are going to listen to today is called Broken Hearts. And it talks about a woman who's had her heart broken, but she's telling kind of like her younger self that broken hearts heal. So please think about our conversation. And if you need to see a counselor because of a breakup or anything that has happened to you as far as relationships are concerned, go see one because they can definitely help you move forward, move past it, leave some baggage behind and become the better version of yourself so that when you do meet the guy that is out there for you or for guys the woman that's out there for you you won't bring all this baggage into the relationship and you will be emotionally healthy to deal with the relationship and to enjoy it and to have a positive relationship so without further ado here's the song broken hearts we used to laugh and have fun i used to All this time, I gave you my heart, I thought nothing could tear us apart, and one day, you came to me, and you said, that it would be, better for you, better for me, if we see other people, every day I'm crying for you, when I
Before I end the podcast today, I would like to thank our sponsors, Unique Music, and the Music and Vibe Store for their continued support of the program. Unique Music is a publishing company that represents all the music heard here on the show. Thank you, Unique Music, for your sponsorship. I would also like to thank our new sponsors, the Music and Vibe Store. The Music and Vibe Store is an online store that sells accessories and shoes that have a flair and that will make you the envy of all your friends. The Music and Vibe Store will be opening sometime within the next couple of months, so stay tuned to the podcast to find out details about the grand opening. I just want to take the time to thank you guys for making Season 3 of Music and Vibes such a success. I love and I appreciate all of you. Don't forget to share the episode of the podcast with your friends and family. I also want to remind you to go to Apple Music, formerly known as iTunes, and go to the Music and Vibes podcast. And I'll put that in the show notes so that you can subscribe and leave a review for the show. After you do that, I want you to head over to our website, musicandvibes.com, and check out the new functioning website that I have been working so hard on. And then feel free to sign up for our newsletter. This is one of the many ways you can keep up to date with all the things that are going on with Music and Vibes. You can also connect with me on Instagram. My handle there is Music and Vibes. I answer all of my DMs or comments. So if you leave me a message, I promise you, I will respond. And finally, you can contact me on the Music and Vibes Facebook page. Guys, thank you so much for spending time with me today. And I can't wait to spend time with you next week. Bye-bye for now, and I will talk to you later.